The dumbest reasons why you never get vaccinated. My body's a temple, my chakras are guided. I'll only consume if I know what's inside it. Pharma and Blue are not sell us their shots, while Microsoft pumps all our veins with their bugs. Hello and good evening. My name is Josh, I'm joined as always by Aaron and Bob. Where the folks even find the method of the madness. Reason in the unreasonable makes sense out of nonsense because this is okay. Hear me out. Hey, Bob, how you doing this evening? <laughs> I was perfectly fine. I was what warming happened? Up and doing a mic check. <laughs> Did, can, I, can I redo that? Nope. <laughs> We're hot. We're no, it was perfect. Oh, my I don't God. Know, I saw no flaw with that. <laughs> That was lovely. Good job, Dude, Josh. you know what I really want out of that song? I want you to clip that girl's ha 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 and have a laugh <laughs> off between laugh. Josh's <laughs> track and, and her insert track. It, insert it with Josh's. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Uh, Josh and Bob, how are y'all doing this evening? <laughs> I'm doing fantastic. Oh, how man, I, I, I could be better. <laughs> You got the I vid. Just made a fool of myself. Do you have COVID <laughs> or do you have the uh, super AIDS or whatever is going around? <laughs> what? The, why not both? I don't. I don't know. I'm well, sure if I were to take a test, I'd come up positive on three things. <laughs> oh, I hate you guys. Oh no, I took a test and it said I had herpes. <laughs> <laughs> Voila, there we go. Uh, I had to push it, didn't you? <laughs> You're getting out of the hand with your uh, with your soundboard. <laughs> I, yeah, sorry. It's well, a, as long as oh we no, don't, don't say... be sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Love to edit that out. Don't be a. <laughs> I, I need the boop control. I need that really badly. You have to send me. You have to figure out how I can set that up. Because yeah, we can do that. I'll make yeah. good use of it. I promise. <laughs> Yeah, but if you have any suggestions for the soundboard or want to say anything stupid on mic that we could possibly add to it. You can call us at 1-833-666-911. That's 1-833-666-0911. Why are you looking like that, Aaron? <laughs> I was just, I'm just fucking I'm proud of you, Bob. making sure you don't trip on any, uh, any aspects of that because that's All a very right. important aspect of our show. <laughs> you got to get off on the right foot. All right, cool. Yeah. So, Aaron, I hear you had a very successful interview on Mike. Well, the wait, Cops. wait, wait. Before oh. we did that, before we do that. Okay. Big announcement. You guys do not have to listen to any more vaccine songs because COVID <laughs> has been declared officially over by our world leaders, our glorious leaders in the nation of Israel are ending all COVID restrictions for uh, tourists. On March 1st, regardless of vaccination status. So that is how you know that what? COVID has officially ended. Dude, March 2nd, okay, homo birthright trip. Let's go. And <laughs> Josh will not make you suffer through another terrible vaccine song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I regret nothing. <laughs> the docket has spoken. In the meantime, while we figure out how, uh, or until we get our own theme song uh you'll be hearing uh was it hava nagila from now on <laughs> obviously it's is, the, is that supposed to be some choice. sort of joke uh no no that's the official theme song of the show as of right now moving forward it's our stand-in theme song for sure yeah Wait, in, until we get a cease and desist <laughs> <laughs> all right aaron how how was your uh your interview well, I had a couple of them. We did. Uh, I okay. appeared on a show called oh, yeah. "Getting a Grip on Things." Um, James something or other. I don't remember the guy's name anymore. James Stewart, I think. No, his first name is. I know everybody's first names on the show. I don't know James Cam PJ, and actually, I can't remember the girl's name. But <laughs> who needs to remember that? You know what I'm saying? So classy. <laughs> She's probably listening right now. Yeah, probably. Out of out of everyone that you spoke to on the show, she was probably the most interested in listening. <laughs> like, come on. No, PJ was. PJ was. The, he had my back. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say uh, just search "Getting a Grip on Things" on YouTube. Check out that interview. It was pretty good. I think it was called "Conspiracy or Facts" was the title of that episode. Um, 
that one went really well. I like that a lot. It got derailed a little bit by James. He was kind of all over the place. It seemed like he was like high on something. It was crazy. But he's awesome, though. I like that guy a lot. Um, and then just recently, I was on Mike the Cops podcast, Failure to Stop, on YouTube. And that guy's got like 600,000 followers. So, and I think that's already up to like 6,000 views. So we got some eyeballs on, uh, on me while I was doing that. And uh, during the show, the commenters, which are primarily <laughs> Republican boomers, were not super thrilled with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I was wh- in what chat. were you talking about? And like, they were, they were lovely. Oh yeah, I, yeah, I just it was a great chat. They all did great. Yeah. Great supporters of the show. <laughs> <laughs> my my favorite, I think some of my favorite comments were like, "This guy's retarded. He doesn't know what he's talking about. The moon doesn't rotate." <laughs> <laughs> Silly commenter. <laughs> the moon just looks the exact same from all angles. Yeah, it, was it like, does rotate uh, though. It's like, god damn it. Yeah, it doesn't appear to rotate, but you think that you're rotating and orbiting around the sun, so it has to rotate to maintain that. But never mind. Some people just won't. <laughs> don't get it. Hey, but a special welcome to any new listeners. If this is your first episode, if you're coming from the, the James Stewart getting a grip on things or Mike the Cop show, welcome and enjoy. Thank you for not a half-assed uh, trying to get that out there like I did. But uh, my, my <laughs> other favorite part of the comments... <laughs> was he goes when right back into ripping him <laughs> jordan no my other part of the comments that made me laugh was in the middle of the show and they're just like uh jordan sellers just keeps saying i'm gay <laughs> <laughs> just kept spamming the chat with just i'm gay <laughs> over and over again and it was uh it warmed my heart it gave me quite the chuckle <laughs> in the middle of that show it gave me the strength to keep going on. Look, Thank I'm not going to deny being an autistic retard. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Mr. Jordan yeah, Thank you. You're a hero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So anyway, you went to both these shows to talk about Flat Earth, the, the new hot, and but, hot button topic among uh, conservative boomer podcasts. Oh, well, the new... The topic Look, that's going to be taken over forever now is going to be uh, how it's World War Three now. Well, look. Oh my b- god! Before we move on to that, I, I still like because of like the the horrible reaction that his chat was giving you. Like they were <laughs> they were freaking out, and it was really funny to watch it. Uh, I, there has to be a better sales pitch to pitch flat Earth to the to boomers, right? Like there has yeah, to be, you're like, right. you have to be able to like just discredit the government agencies so thoroughly that they're like, yeah, I don't, yeah, everything they ever said was a lie. It's like you. Tell I don't them, see how it's possible. It's kind of like when you tell a boomer that like the moon landing's fake. They're like, what are you on American? We have the American flags on the goddamn moon. And there's nothing you do about it. It's like this. It it would be as impossible to sell a boomer on flat Earth as it would be like to sell them on Islam. Look. Just tell them, look, I've never met a NASA scientist that had a firm handshake. Like, it all set them off. <laughs> you got to you gotta reach to the demographic a little bit. That's all I'm saying. Be a little bit more understanding. God damn it. Right. Yeah, you're right. What, what are some other, what the hell other kind of tactics would work with boomers? You know, the average flat earther, they have a lot of grit. <laughs> yeah, the, the, like flat Earth creates American manufacturing jobs. Yeah, you, you figure out a way to make it, flat it teaches Earth their it. son. Yeah, it teaches their son's hard work, uh, not to bring home black chicks and not to be gay. Flat Voila. Earth is the only reason that um the American cartography business is booming and it's not all exported to China. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. <laughs> I think we can do it. That's like the goal of the show is to, to find that. Pitch. That's our next step is how to sell Flat Earth to Boomers. <laughs> Real evangelists yeah. here. If, if we could, yeah, if we can do that, we can do anything. I want Collins. I want Collins of your, your best ideas of how to sell Flat Earth to Boomers. <laughs> <laughs> that's better. 833-666-0911. All right. The Thanks, actual Bob. topic of the show. Are you boys ready to get drafted? 
No, I'm old as World fuck. I'm not going yeah, to get I'm drafted. Too old. <laughs> I didn't think the draft was actually that low of age. It, it only goes up to 25, you say? I don't know. We were looking up earlier. Uh, for veteran friend of ours confirmed 18 to 25. Well, breaking news. Uh, Russia has invaded Ukraine. Uh, is immediately taking like basically the whole country, which is pretty rad. Um, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Have you guys seen the war map posted on like CNN and Fox News right now? Like it went from just this this one little state, province, whatever territory in the the border to we already have Kiev and destroyed the airport like within a course of hours. Oh, yeah, it was like, how long does it take to drive across Ukraine? Like, that's basically how fast they did it (laughs) 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 in tanks, obviously. I I have a question. Okay. I obviously have not kept up on this because I just do not watch mainstream news ever. But all I know right now is that Russia invaded and every politician that I know 100% is evil is telling me that Putin's evil. So I automatically am assuming that he's the good guy. (laughs) That's the only thing I know. (laughs) Um... I mean, a broken clock is right uh, twice a decade. God, I pulled up a Maybe tracker. Putin's actually here. evil. I, I think I'm rooting for Putin. I, I'm, dude. That's actually that's a bumper sticker. Rooting for Putin. Rooting for Putin. <laughs> there we go. That's how you sell to boomers. Putin Shit like that. Two O's on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was I pulled up like a little live updates from NPR, and I thought a couple of them were kind of funny. So at like seven thirty five. PM Eastern time, 137 Ukrainians have been killed in an invasion. Now they have like How crossed many? like 137. Do they even have a military fighting them? What's going on? Dude, the president of Ukraine actually said uh it's martial law. Anyone who wants a gun, come and get it to help fight. <laughs> like, I don't I know. I don't think yeah. they're fighting. If it's only no, 137 deaths. I bet yeah. they have that many in like traffic deaths in a day. I, it, it sounds like it's it's very um, airstrike oriented targets, like bombing uh, airports and random infrastructure things, and not specifically just you know uh, downing civilians. There's not like apparently there's some you know land battle going on in Chernobyl or whatever, but um, other than that, I don't know exactly the you know Ukraine on Russia conflict what that is right now. Hold on. Information from the White House. They apparently say that Russia is holding Chernobyl workers hostage. Do you understand what's going on in that situation? <laughs> because I sure as hell fucking don't. <laughs> they they covered no one the left thing Chernobyl. In... By the way, that never. So you don't even worry about that about the oh, nuclear okay. meltdown area. No one left. Is this? It's fine. Are these like the X Men? Do they have like superpowers? And Russia yeah. is trying to kidnap them for their military. They're fighting a bunch of Fallout monsters over there. Fucking <laughs> yeah, death Holy claws and hostage. shit. <laughs> some ghouls, definitely some ghouls. <laughs> yeah. So I don't really understand that because the last I heard is that they just like covered the whole thing in concrete and like evacuated the area. Like there, are, there are no. There's only like there's people that there's families that have never evacuated for that area. True, true, yeah. But they all but have terrible they cancer. Said, they said workers. No, no they don't. <laughs> no, they, yeah, they don't. The wildlife all came back too. The wildlife yeah. that when that happened, they're like, it will be a thousand years before the wildlife returns to Chernobyl. It was like immediately. It was fine. Thank God for twenty feet of cement. <laughs> so another weird one. There was okay. They talk about. Um, sanctions and all of that. Okay. Oh, we'll get back one, to sanctions. <clears throat> one, 1 p.m. Eastern time. And this is from NPR. It doesn't say who it's from, who's saying this, and who's asking this. It just says, will Russia be kicked out of the SWIFT banking system, the global banking system? <laughs> that's the that's their one goal can right hope. now. <laughs> one can hope. I mean, the, the ruble uh, <laughs> prices, the value has gone down, has tanked over the last 24 hours. Uh well yeah I mean the the U.S. markets haven't done so so hot either though right I I I don't know I'm the the value's tanked relative to the U.S. dollar so it there the dollar's doing better uh I guess so yeah um 
So it's it's kind of interesting because every single person, Aaron's right, wants us to go to war with Russia. We need a sanctions. We need boots on the ground. Uh, wait, wait. Is anyone saying anything about having boots on the ground, like having actual American soldiers in Ukraine fighting Russians? I haven't heard anything Biden, about that. Biden I've heard did the exact send, opposite. Biden did send troops to, to the Ukraine. Yeah. Or are to, they in the Ukraine fighting? I I like I heard he sent it. troops into Ukraine. But I have heard that they are not allowed to fight and that it's uh, it's for, for the most part just troops on countries that border Ukraine because we haven't. Yeah, we haven't declared war on them yet. Yeah. And I, I don't think like we actually could. I, I think, you know it's what, like... for for our refusal to swiftly try to defend the Ukrainians, I hope we also get kicked out of Swift. That oh, the no, only that would be reasonable punishment. <laughs> that would be terrible. Oh no, what would we ever do, guys? <laughs> the the worst thing that could possibly happen, even worse than uh, trucker blockades, even worse than a global pandemic, even worse than an insurrection that uh, nearly ruined Nancy Pelosi's desk, is us not having access to the global financial banking system. Ooh man, I shudder just thinking about it. To atone for slavery and all of our war crimes, we need to get, oh we need to not be allowed to be part of the global banking system because we don't deserve it over here. We, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how I'm going to fix my white supremacy is go, yeah, off, yeah, yeah. go off the dollar. <laughs> you guys I'm don't not... want this blood money anyways. <laughs> that's, that's beautiful. <laughs> I was going to say, Russia already has been cut off from some international banks, uh, just not like the, you know, major uh, swift one yet. So yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's coming along. Um, so everyone in their mothers is trying to push every current problem that we've had leading up to the pro- uh, leading up to the invasion as a problem from the invasion. And so CBS came out and reported, uh, what, what was their headline? The U.S. economy has been hit with increased gas prices, inflation, and supply chain issues due to the Ukraine crisis. <laughs> Guys, retroactively. Oh, yes. Yeah, the last last 12 hours, just today, I got gas and bought groceries, and they were a hella more expensive than yesterday. Oh, my yeah. God. Just yeah, I haven't, re- I haven't seen a price increase until today. Just recently, right? I mean, like That's you said, the last thinking. week, you know, building up tensions, maybe the last couple weeks, but... uh. Man. Well, then shouldn't we thank Russia, though? Because I I remember a certain someone in government saying that inflation is a good thing. You dumbass. <laughs> now sorry, it's bad should... now that it's Russia's yeah. fault. <laughs> yeah. And that was like a week ago, like two weeks ago that he said that. When it was our fault for self-imposing a bunch of lockdowns for no fucking reason for cold and flu season. Uh, yeah. Then it was good. But now that it's Russia's fault, it's bad again. <laughs> So what do you guys know about the politics going on here? Do you guys like know anything about it? All honestly, all I know is that they are so disingenuous with just basic things they say like like right here blaming inflation on Russia when last week inflation was a good thing. Yeah. It's it's fucking insane. How you can't listen to anything they're saying, like anything. There's no point. It's all such it's so disingenuous. They can't even stay on a lie for more than a week without switching the lie to a different lie. Like it's, it's insane. It's like, there's no one running the show. I don't understand how this is real life. <laughs> there, they can't there even stick no to one. a cohesive narrative. It's, it's crazy. There is no one running the show. Like it's, it's, yeah, what do you think? There's some sort of shadow government of lizard people there running well, a show. Come on, they man. they obviously didn't, didn't start this psyop that's currently happening, so they had to roll with it. I think that's the problem that we're seeing, right? And so they're like, okay, situation's happening. How do we spin it into our narrative? How do we help ourselves with this? Oh, you reporting? mean just like with coronavirus, where it was uh, completely by chance that it happened, and media just took advantage of the situation. Exactly, and then started posting death stats and to- like death numbers like on their Chiron permanently and shit like that. Yeah, like they just started <laughs> freaking people out and telling people how to act. So, is it okay? Tell me if this is something you're getting to because this is the only other thing I know about this situation at all. 
and that's that I heard that Putin said he's denazifying uh Ukraine. Are you getting to that? Do they do you know what he's talking about? I I heard about it. I keep I keep hearing people say these random things about it because uh what was it? The people that the US government put into power after um Oh god. Do you guys remember that phone call back when Trump well, I think Trump was running or he might have been running or already in office, but that phone call came out like where Russia gate uh, or something else. It, it was something else that had to do with Ukraine because there was a phone call between like um, an assistant oh, to yeah. like the U.S. Secretary of State and they were deciding. So 2020 the, impeachment is based on. Yes. OK, hold on. I have a clip about that. Um, oh, so uh, I don't think Cleach should go into the government. I don't think it's necessary. I don't think it's a good idea. When I talked to Jeff Feltman this morning. Okay, this is Victoria Newland for the United States State Department in 2014, the Obama administration. It's <laughs> so like when the Crimea stuff was going on in. Yeah, Russia. when the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Morning, he had a new name for the UN guy, Robert <laughs> Seri. So that would be great, I think, to help glue this thing and have the UN help glue it. And, you know, f- the EU. <laughs> this was her conversation dictating, like, talking internally with the United States, talking about who they're going to put in to become the next president of Ukraine, which is the guy that we currently have in as the president of Ukraine still. Still. So there's merit to what Russia is saying about the Ukraine. They do not want Ukraine to be a part of NATO, which would be a a military asset for the West, basically. That would give them access to put missiles like right in Moscow's um, range or Moscow and missiles range. And so they've been threatening that for years, which they swore in a treaty that they would never do. They also uh, came out and said that, oh, yeah, this is Ukraine is literally just the puppet government for the West, for the United States. The United States decides everything for the Ukraine. And that puts us in a problematic situation. Don't we have... I, didn't, like... Uh, aren't there, like, a bunch of our politicians that have kids that work as, like, energy counselors and, like, these no-show positions that pay them, like, a quarter million a year or something? Oh, yeah. And it, uh, I'm only overaware of Hunter Biden, but... I think there like more? Pelosi does. I think one of the Republicans do too. It's there's like five of them. I'm pretty sure. Jesus. I well, think maybe John Kerry has a kid that's there too, or something like that. Yeah, th- there's no denying. It's either Kerry or Romney. Maybe it's Romney was a Republican. I'm thinking I, of. It, it was Romney. I remember that now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. we have a lot of people with with kids that. <laughs> but have, there's no uh, there's no fake denying. Jobs there. There's no denying that the U.S. has, like, direct involvement in the legislation and uh, governance of Ukraine, right? It's, like, it's very apparent that he is very friendly with the West, has said that, you know, they they even said, like, in conferences, like, to the general public, it was like, oh, yeah, like, we've considered joining NATO and shit like that. And it's like, that's, that's a direct threat and against treaties signed by both the West and Russia. And it's, I'm starting to think that, like, there's merit to this. There's the secondary reason for Russia's invasion as well. Uh, kind of the second main reason that, that I'm aware of is the um, Russian, like, Russian-Ukrainian dissidents in Russia. So, uh, yes. something, something story. But effectively, there are these Russian loyalists in Ukraine who have been in armed conflict with Ukraine military for the last... I think eight years. The so there's Dun- actually been the Donbass like, region. Yeah, that's what everyone keeps yes. saying. Yeah, yeah. So there, there has been a conflict already, and uh, Russia. You know, they say they're defending their people. Something, something. It's, it's, it's not proportional. It's, it's a bit, but it's um, there is an actual reason, or there is a context for that, uh, like, and them going into and saying that. Yeah. So basically, what was happening for like the initial reason that. Russia was giving was the Donbass area. Ukraine was bombing itself, a part of Ukraine, and they Are were. Sure, wasn't Russia doing a false flag event? No, in no, Ukraine the, by Ukraine. This is what they've been fighting for like the past eight years. Basically, they've been 
fighting the Russian dissidents in the Donbass area for like the past eight years. 81% of the civilian casualties are uh, native Russian speakers in that. So essentially what happened is that they started their, they started this conflict with themselves. They started bombing their own area of their own country. And uh, basically Russia came in and said, okay, well, since you guys are just destroying people that are native, like Russian speakers and have like history with, with Russia, we're going to declare them like their own sovereign nation. And we're going to supply them military aid. That was like the, the, the legal kind of like justification for it that they gave basically. And then they won and had a revolution and broke off. And because Ukraine wasn't receiving any military aid in, you know, in return. <laughs> yeah. Is that what's going to happen, Josh? Are you telling us the future? <laughs> no, he's saying that that's definitely not what happened. Because no, uh, no, Ukraine I'm, is I'm definitely saying, receiving well, military aid. Was Ukraine aid from also receiving West? military aid? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the interesting part of the, about that is that the United States, I think it was like Time Magazine, referred to it as uh, the United States is delivering uh, trillions of dollars worth of lethal aid to the Ukraine. This is when like the conflict <laughs> first started. We're, we're delivering them aid. It's like, okay, yeah, what is that aid? It's, it's like medical bandages and like stretchers and stuff it's like no we're we're airdropping ar-15s and fucking mortars and rpgs <laughs> yeah so that like we the pay for that we paid for yeah we're just we're drop and now that we've seen ukraine give zero resistance and russia has taken everything everything that we airdropped into the ukraine weapons wise is now in the property of russia just like what happened in afghanistan good i don't Very care cool <laughs> I'm rooting for Putin. <laughs> I, I'm pro-science, so I think we should be sharing our technology with everyone. Oh, yeah. God. Okay, do you want to hear one thing about the the whole where Putin said he was denazifying uh, Ukraine? Okay, yeah. I, I oh, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's get back to that. <laughs> I did find a little story about that. So, um, here's an article from 2014 uh, with one of our favorite Nazis, uh, George Soros, who is literally a Nazi. Uh, and he was being interviewed by Fareed Zakaria in CNN. And the guy, the reporter says, first on Ukraine, one of the things that many people recognized about you was that you, during the revolutions of 1989, two years before the fall of the Soviet Union, funded a lot of dissident activities, civil society groups in Eastern Europe and Poland and the Czech Republic. Are you doing similar things in Ukraine? Well, he said, I set up a foundation in Ukraine before Ukraine became independent of Russia, and the foundation has been functioning ever since and played an important part in events now. Oh, so, <laughs> oh yeah, it's, uh, so then it was written, uh, so here's what they were saying about this. Many of the participants in Kiev's Euro Maiden demonstrations were members of Soros-funded uh, NGOs, non-government operations, and were trained by the same NGOs in the many workshops and conferences sponsored by Soros International Renaissance Foundation, the IRF, and his various open society institutes and foundations. The IRF, founded and funded by Soros, boasts that it has given more than any other donor organization to, quote-unquote, democratic transformation of Ukraine. I mean, we had a good 30 years until Russia invaded. So there's a... Super democratic. A literal Nazi literally uh, bragging about how he helped overthrow the Russians and establish Ukraine as an independent nation that he basically funded the whole thing and runs all of the organizations that helped overthrow Russia in that area. So foreign aid could work. Maybe, uh, maybe America's lethal aid will actually help the Ukrainians again achieve independence for themselves. It's so crazy that I mean, this is why you see with these NGOs that are funding these protests and and these different uh, revolutions and shit. Uh, that's how you see like something like BLM burning entire city blocks, and the government's like, "This is great because it's 
paid for by that. Like they they want that yeah, to happen. That's exactly what I was thinking. If only Black Lives Matter were better funded, we could have successfully defunded the police. Because someone let me know recently, we didn't actually defund the police. It's a travesty. Bob, I'll help your finger. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> what a no, no offense to Mike the cop. Uh, <laughs> God damn it, Josh. So I, I have a little more context for <clears throat> some of the denazification stuff, or at least one thing that a lot of stories are pointing towards. Apparently there is a um, National Guard unit in Ukraine that is specifically neo-Nazi. It's the, the Azov Battalion, and um, they do whatever, National Guard stuff. They're a little uh, paramilitary military group. Um, <clears throat> but they... Uh, <clears throat> God damn it. <laughs> but like that, that that's what a lot of these stories are, are pointing towards and they, they they've done some tiki torch rallies as well uh which is very goofy to see images of after charlottesville's uh, but um yeah it's ultimately this, this organization and um national guard unit that's been around for the last 10 years and was a uh, this this uh nationalist organization beforehand so there there is some neo-nazi quote-unquote uh, identification officially recognized or supported by the government. Yeah, I keep I keep hearing about some like Panzer division that was directly associated with the Nazis that um were put into power and and stuff like that. Like I I kept hearing like this random reference to like some division to the Nazis and it's like oh yeah they have direct ties to the current political party in the Ukraine. I was like I don't I don't know. If, I feel like that. he's just talking about Soros and any Soros-funded operation. <laughs> going I think that's literally what he's trying to say. Well, he's done more to... Yeah, no, that, that might make more sense. Like, the under the Azov Battalion uh, history section on Wikipedia, the, the first line is, uh, the Azov Battalion has its roots in a group of ultras of FC uh, medalist Kharkiv, um, blah, 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 but psychotic soccer fans. So Soccer. like I don't think they have it's real a hooligan Nazi group. Roots. That's it. It's a hooligan group. I guess so. <laughs> a hooligan group turned uh, a paramilitary. The news is such scum. All I know is that everybody I hate thinks that Putin's the devil. So therefore, I think he's good. Dude, there's a <laughs> Tucker Carlson released some op-ed yesterday saying that exact same thing and going on about how uh, like th those exact same talking points where. Everyone is telling us Putin's terrible. He's like, Putin hasn't ruined my life. All these these other people ruined my life. <laughs> what, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. Every single person that's saying we need to go take out Putin is I fucking hate with every fiber of my being. So that's not swaying me yet. <laughs> They're all the same people that got us into Iraq. So it's like, great. I can just disregard what you're saying. Anything that you do, I do not support. Look at with with how what you're talking about with Ukraine attacking its own people because you know, but they're Russian sympathizers is exactly this is like a one for one when Hitler went into Czechoslovakia. Yes. This is exact it's the exact same thing playing out right now. And all the people that forced a war during that whole thing, uh, they were all the bad guys too. So I'm not I'm not I'm not rooting for us in this one at all. I'm rooting. I'm rooting for Putin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am too. Gun to your head, Josh. What do you think? Gun to your head, Josh. Are you rooting for Putin? <laughs> I'm rooting for Putin. I, I, I gotta get on board. Like, it, you know, it's. I don't like more in military military response, but the the whole situation, like, it seems like a pretty normal thing that he's doing. I I don't know. You know what's also interesting? There's also recorded transcripts of the first president of Russia uh, after, you know, the USSR kind of like crumbled. They had like their first election, I think in like 91, 92 or something like that. And the their first president was in power until 1999. The second president of Russia was Vladimir Putin. And so there was a phone call when the first president uh, was the guy, Boris Yeltsin. Okay. When he, mm -hmm. when he was getting ready to approach like his final term and to have the election to, to come to come next, he called president Clinton back in like 1999. And he was like, Hey, by the way, like everything's great. I'm stepping down. 
Uh, we're looking at putting um, the next guy we're looking at putting in is Vladimir Putin. And uh, Clinton responds with, oh, God, where to go? Clinton responds with, that's very good news. The only other thing I wanted to say was that we have uh, that we have have had a good contact with M- Mr. Putin so far. And I look forward to meeting with him in Auckland. After that, we will stay in very close touch. I thank you for calling, Boris. This is before what the happened? election took place. Putin was, a, a, Putin was a friend of democracy in 1999. What happened over the last 20 years to, to corrupt him so? I just like, yeah, they, they had the president picked out before the yeah. elections. Yeah. Elections, quote unquote. That's in a recorded transcript. Oh, I love it. Like, it's almost exactly like the same scenario. It's like, oh, Osama bin Laden's our best friend. He's fighting like the terrorists off in Afghanistan. It's like, oh, Osama bin Laden's the worst person ever. It's not even that. That's not even we the do- most striking part to me. It's the whole picking the next leader and yeah. then having the audacity to be like, Every vote counts. Go and vote, guys. Okay, I'm sure they count. I'm sure Russia didn't have a sophisticated cyber infrastructure connecting them to Barcelona in 1999. So they didn't quite have the same level of legitimacy to this uh, democratic election, unfortunately. Fucking zinger. Goddamn. (laughs) Any more on uh, World War III, then? Uh, No, I'm just... My final statement is that uh, the United States government put Putin into power, and I really don't give a fuck. They can weep what they sow. Those motherfuckers. Those pieces of shits. I don't give a shit. I wouldn't have... uh, If I had kids, I wouldn't... They wouldn't be... They wouldn't be going to war. Yeah. (laughs) Under any circumstance. (laughs) My goal is uh, is for the government to not know I have children. <laughs> Dude, I am shocked that only 137 Ukrainians have been pronounced dead. Like, they, we've had deadlier weekends in Chicago. Oh yeah, <laughs> this, than World War Three. <laughs> World War Three has less casualties than a rough Chicago weekend. <laughs> All right, and just like we normally do in the middle of the show, we play voicemails. <laughs> if you guys are into topical stuff, you could go over uh, Trudeau being Fidel Castro's son in your future. It's a fun one, and it's short. Fit into these uh, segments I like where you each have time to go over your own thing. Peace! Oh, Bobby likes the new format. That's cool. That's a good idea, Bobby, because that's exactly <laughs> what we're presenting today. <laughs> Dude, Justin Trudeau is, I know I've heard it. I thought it was kind of like a joke just to like make fun of him. I didn't realize how 100% serious this is. I will go on record as saying right now, Justin Trudeau is 100% Fidel Castro's son. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Beyond any doubt. In, oh yeah, it's, it's not even close. Like, it's crazy. Um, So, to start off with this story, this unbelievable story of Justin Castro, he was born on Christmas Day of 1971 and has continued to be the gift that keeps on giving. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Actual Christmas Day? Yeah, December 25th, 1971 is Justin Trudeau's birthday. What's the astrology with the meteor that comes around every Christmas? Not, what, what does yeah. that have to play into it? <laughs> yeah. I, every year on Justin's birthday, the whole world almost explodes. <laughs> All right. So now his father, alleged father, was Pierre Trudeau, previous prime minister of Canada. He married a woman margaret and uh she was 30 years younger than him she was also a hippie who did like peyote she she famously did peyote one time um and uh at a at like a foreign like council dinner and then gave up came up to like give like a speech but she was so high on peyote that she just started like singing and like embarrassed the whole like embarrassed everybody oh yeah it was great 
Um, well, wait, wait, hold on. So she's like the Yoko Ono to like world politics. Kind of, yeah. Oh, nice. also, she was in she was embroiled in a uh, adultery scandal where she definitely fucked Ted Kennedy. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Why Ted Kennedy? He's like the ugly one. <laughs> yeah, I know. U.S. Senator Ted Kennedy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, she fucked Ted Kennedy. Um, do you want to hear an interview that she gave on CNN? This yes. one, I suggest anybody listening actually watch this because she's so hitting on this interviewer to a point where it's like shocking. And I want to I want to play that clip. There's compromise that you've had to make. Uh, sitting here talking with you. <laughs> They've used just about every cliche in the book to describe you at some stage mm-hmm, or other. Mm-hmm. Which one's your favorite? Scarlet Eccent- woman. Eccentric, Scarlet woman. Eccentric? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the I world's most eccentric first lady is oh. always used to describe. Yeah. How do you wear that? Um, with a good fit. You think it's appropriate? <laughs> I don't know I have too many first ladies, but I'm sure they're all lovely. And I hope they're all happy. What about the Scarlet Woman? You did raise it. <laughs> what about her? I think, as I described very honestly in my book, my marriage was broken down because we had a Catholic marriage based on the old-fashioned principle of fidelity. And I <laughs> was unfaithful, and therefore our marriage was over. I, a one-night stand. It seems a shame, doesn't it? Are you going to get divorced? Hmm. Well, I don't, doesn't matter to me, but I think that's the way things are done legally. I cer- certainly wouldn't want to be a bigamist. I, I don't think I believe in bigamy. So <clears throat> what the podcast listeners can't see in that clip is there was a couple of parts where they asked him about like the scarlet something. And she was like, well, I don't know. And she like rubbed her like chest out or something. Oh, dude, she's rubbing her chest. She's winking at him. And yeah, oh, it was insane. She's just like, I want to fuck this mustached fucking reporter that's interviewing me and being very overt about it. But also while talking about how her marriage didn't work because it wasn't working because it was based in fidelity. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. More like Fidel Eddie Castro. I mean, yeah, that was just like a hint, wasn't it? Fidelity. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but i mean I, okay that's that's just crazy though because they would have to have been in order for you know castro to actually be the father they would have to have been in cuba yeah cuba was like pretty closed off at the time wasn't it well yeah but they were you know they're hostile they, they were actually to the good US friends with that they were actually good friends with castro that that is actually well known um so Yes, you know, there for, is a for picture. Be born on Christmas Wait, Day. Hold on, there's a pic. They're so close that there's a picture of Fidel Castro holding the son of Canada's or uh, the Canadian Prime Minister. Yes, as a baby. Yeah, that 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 almost feels like if Xi Jinping, Xi Jinping were to hold like baby Baron Trump or something. That that that's just wrong. That's just wrong. <laughs> Josh is. Well, hold uh, on, guys. Josh is getting in touch with his inner boomer. Story. So Pierre and, you know, Pierre and Margaret were married. So, and she had just talked about how she wasn't faithful. And for Justin to be born in Christmas of 1971, they'd have to be in Cuba in March or April of 1971, right? Well, the math adds up. In April of 1971, the Trudeaus took a long second honeymoon all around the Caribbean. According to Wikipedia, they visited one island they declined to disclose because they didn't want the press bothering them. This is how it's defined and described in Wikipedia. In 1971, the, Tru- the Trudeaus took a second honeymoon in the Caribbean to Bar- Barbados and an unidentified nearby island, then Tobago, then to St. Vincent and the Grenadines, including both Bequia and St. Vincent with Pierre taking a side trip to Trinidad while Margaret stayed in Tobago. Now, uh, a footnote from the Ottawa Journal, uh, that's the article that they got that from, 
The article states that the Trudeaus were visiting an unidentified island in the Caribbean and wanted the press to give them privacy. Uh, but they disclosed every other location they were at, and the only unidentified island left is pretty much Cuba. <laughs> and eight and a half months later, Justin Trudeau was born. Is this just a known secret? Like, it, it dude, has it's to be hilarious. Now, look at the comparison pictures that I posted, and we'll have links to these in the show notes. But tell me that Justin Trudeau doesn't look fucking exactly like Fidel Castro. You pointed it's out the nose shocking. earlier, like some of the face structure stuff, and, and the you, eyes you shared and pictures nose. with. The, the cheeks, definitely the cheeks, too. Yeah, yeah. The, the Everything, jaw, the face the cheeks, itself, like, it's like you think of Castro with the beard, so you don't think of, like, Trudeau with the beard, but just the face is identical to Fidel Castro. It's crazy. If Trudeau gained, like, 30 pounds, he would look exactly like that. Like, the cheeks would fill out, and so you'd see that, that curve coming off, of like, the nose going down to like the side of the mouth, you know, you'd see that a little bit more clearly like you do on Castro, but it's still there. Like he still has the same cheeks, the same eyebrows, the same nose, same oh smile. God. Yeah. <laughs> it's and then these pictures that I just pulled up are it's like uncanny. the younger one where he actually did have a mustache. Trudeau had a mustache and this one, they're not in the same like pose. Basically they're in different poses. But they, they still the same. same forehead. I'm, I'm looking up some wow. other some extra pictures of Pierre Trudeau as well to, to make sure that it's not just, oh, he looks like both of them. It could be a toss up. Uh, all of those facial features, the structures we just defined, the nose, the, <laughs> the brow, the cheeks, the jawline, they're all considerably different <laughs> on Pierre Trudeau. Pierre Trudeau looks <laughs> fucking nothing like Justin Trudeau. Oh my god, he, he looks like a grappler. <laughs> Pierre Trudeau looks like, to me, like, uh, every, like, 60s English, like, villain. Like, a yes. banking villain that's, like, yes. about to, like, get Tiny Tim, like, starved on the street, you know? Bond like, you villain, look... not banking villain. Huh, super, super long teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the longest <laughs> British teeth of all time. A, a comb over that is is basically him being bald on the top, but he has like <laughs> like uh, two inches of hair on like on like one side. <laughs> like, oh, it's great. That, it's it so looks nothing like bag. Yeah. Now even this. Now here it's where this conspiracy started, where people started going, "Oh, that's weird." When so, first of all, when P Pierre Trudeau died, Fidel Castro left Cuba to go to the funeral. I don't know if he was at, at the funeral, but he went to Canada to be with the family when Pierre Trudeau died. Uh, what? Yeah, Are yeah. Are you serious? Castro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. my God. Then when Castro died, Justin Trudeau gave a glowing review of Fidel Castro's life. He was the only Western leader, basically, to do that, to talk about how great Fidel Castro was. I know that those, those literacy rates like, aren't legitimate. Like, man... <laughs> That's Fucking when those Fox news disinformation, dude, that is when people started putting the pieces together pretty much is when Justin Trudeau was like, Fidel Castro was awesome. And they were like, wait a second. Your mom was right where Castro was nine months before you were born. Also, she fucked everybody, including Ted Kennedy <laughs> and that CNN report or that 60 Minutes reporter that was interviewing you. Yeah. You definitely fucked him, too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if she was a hippie, too, she'd be super into Castro and the whole communism thing. And uh, she presumably. was talking about how she couldn't be in a marriage that included fidelity. Oh, that's <laughs> she told that to the whole world. <laughs> oh, God. Congratulations, you're a salute. Jesus Christ. And, and that it's short. It's short. That's all it is. That's the whole conspiracy. The mom was there where she was in Cuba. Uh, I'm sorry, an undisclosed island that just even though every other island in the entire area By was process named, of elimination. Yeah, yeah. They were confirmed, or she was a confirmed swinger, basically. Oh yeah. She confirmed with Castro is 
tight with the family ever since and also uh, is seen holding baby Justin. They were just sharing notes on universal health care policies, I'm sure. Yeah. God damn it, Josh. I hate you. <laughs> so, like, I'll just end with gun to your head. Bob. Absolutely. Justin Trudeau 100%. Is- yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, because I remember when this these rumors started coming out, and I think it was the 2016 election when the the memes were pretty spicy back then like that that was coming up because that's when Casher died i think and then that's when justin mm-hmm. gave like that the that glowing remark it was about that yeah, same yeah, time frame glowing yeah. like semi eulogy it wasn't like at his funeral but i was sold then uh yeah i definitely believe this josh josh i think it's a close case you, you uh you've convinced me yeah Fuck yeah we need a guys a- look at the pictures it's it will fucking blow your mind they're identical twins. <laughs> yeah, it's like father, like son. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like they're related. <laughs> time, time for everyone's favorite part of the show. You need to know what science discovered. You need to know today whether it's face or bones uncovered. It's definitely fake and gay. Scientists have discovered that for insect farming to work, scientists need to build a better bug. Faster growing, better critics could critters could provide the protein needed to raise more climate friendly livestock and pets. All right, guys. Bob, can you read the first sen- Can you read the first sentence as well, Bob? Christine Picard's research uh, for a better any relation to Picard. That's kind of interesting. Research for a better bug to feed the world starts with dead bodies. Oh, fuck. No. <laughs> oh, God. No. <laughs> Her search for a better bug to feed the world starts with dead bodies. Well, not the corpses themselves, wags your finger. <laughs> but the Just bo- bugs that eat dead corpses, so you're in a weird way. Yeah. But the blowflies... It's another satanic cannibal. The flesh flies and other squirmy, wriggly things. Two birds with one stone. We get rid of the human virus that's causing all of these uh, carbon emissions, and we reduce carbon emissions by not raising cows and eating the bugs. I hate you. That's like the worst... Like, (laughs) okay. From a medieval, like, ancient times perspective, like, kosher foods, not eating pork, like, that that kind of stuff makes a little bit of sense if you don't have, like, standardized cooking practices for, like, parasites, obviously. Um, you're, you're going to, like, the closest thing you can to, like, consuming the parasite itself by eating the maggots that <laughs> eat off of and the flesh flies and the... What, like the bloat flies that they're eating off of like the corpses. This is what they're, this is what scientists are coming up with. Oh, fuck. Bob, this isn't just the scientists coming up with some wacky scenario, wacky theory or scheme. Uh, let me, let me read you this, this a uh, couple sentences here. Um, entomophagy is the consumption of insects by humans. Uh, entomophagy is practiced in many countries around the world, but pro- predominantly in parts of Asia, Africa, and Latin America. Insects supplement the diets of approximately 2 billion people and have always been part of human diets. It's practically mainstream. It's not in your close-minded, cisgendered, white-centric American lifestyle. Well, I guess that's why we win all the wars. Because we're not fucking... All our war muscles aren't uh, being grown by bug protein. Fucking gross. (laughs) I, I can't I can't believe um Josh you don't you don't think this is going to work do you? I love how the initial calculation for we're going to save the planet if we start eating bugs. Right? We have I made like this how calculation. That's just a, a fact now. That's like that's a fact. Yeah. Bob, it's already working. Like I have some nice <laughs> crispy fried grasshoppers here that I'm snacking on right now. At what point did they did they prove that cow farts are killing the fucking globe? I 
I can't take it. How can everything be this stupid all the time? They have to take a break from this. It's going mental. They're like way too bad a shit is going to happen. This is going to be like worse than they wanted it to be. I feel like. Uh, so there's no break for us on the receiving end of the propaganda, but of course the scientists working endlessly to get these maggots to uh, eating quality for the general populace there, you know, they do get breaks. They, they work on their science and they do, you know, take vacations and stuff like that. So, but <laughs> don't, don't worry because there are thousands of American scientists working on this solution. They're going to genetically create their, a brand new bug that obviously will never escape into the wild. It will never cause any harm in any way conceivable. It's going to be neutral. It's going to be in a laboratory and we're going to consume it. It's going to be great. You know what, like we, we've gotten to a point where all of our innovations aren't even going to like what you could sell the public. I think that's like why we're hitting like this stagnation. Like wait, I haven't seen a cool new thing that like, you know, like when we were kids, or at least when Bob and I were kids, and the internet came out, <laughs> it, like, changed the world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We haven't had something, like, change the world since then. You do, like, you maybe you the smartphone. In NFTs? S- smartphone? Yeah, NFTs. Yeah, but <laughs> smartphone is... Okay, shut up, Josh. <laughs> An extension of, like, the internet. Yeah, I, I'd say it was, like, it, it was kind of in tandem with the internet. The internet, internet on the go. Game. Yeah, but like, I would say I would say smartphones is up there. Like, so I'll, yeah. I'll go smartphones. I'll, I'll go. I'll give them that. But it that was something that you could sell to people as a you want this, and it's like fuck yeah. Like once you had your first smartphone, you're like this is insane. I can look up anything on my phone like at all times. Um, and so now instead of that being the goal to find that next breakthrough, it's how can I piggyback onto a scam where government organizations are dumping like stupid amounts of money that they didn't earn on propaganda projects, like how eating bugs can save the world. Like, so now it's all these scientists trying to convince you that eating bugs will save the world so they can get like a billion dollars to do a maggot farm startup and probably have it go belly up immediately and just run away with a large chunk of money. Like, right. Doesn't it seem like the world's like almost functioning that way now, right now, our biggest, our biggest industry is forced vaccination. Like it's not something that anybody (laughs) wants. It's not something you could sell on its own merits. It's something you have to just steal public money through a giant government scam in order to sell your product. Like that's the that's the new age indus, industrial road. It wouldn't be the first time because that happened in California during the the recession of like 2007. Uh, there was a solar company that took like I don't know like 700 million. Do you guys remember that? Uh, yeah, because it was Barbara Solyndra? Boxer was related to the fucking person that yeah. she was like one degree of separation from the person that was like the head of that company, that solar company. They gave almost a billion dollars to or whatever. And then it just went belly up like there, there was immediately no staff, there was no warehouse. There was nothing. They just stole nothing. a bunch of money and people just walked away like scot free. There was no. And it was a grant. So it yeah. was just. Yeah. Yeah, just and they were related to powerful ass people, and every you know they all just divvied up that yeah. fucking money. I, I think that might have been the start for it. Like they executed that so well, and they're like, "Oh, all we have to do is provide this scientific solution to a world-ending problem. Get everyone in the government to support us. We take that money and we fucking run. We fucking just scatter mm-hmm. like." Ah, it didn't they didn't work. like go to jail for fraud like that Elizabeth Holmes chick and her thing. No, Josh. Not- <laughs> no one goes to jail for fraud anymore. The last guy I even Isn't, heard of I think was she's in jail for that, fraud, uh, right? Who was that grabbler that fucking went to jail for stealing all the trust fund money? Uh, Madoff, Bernie Madoff, the king of the grabblers. Yeah, he, he outgrabbled the grabblers. Yeah, and you can't do that. You have to be in. No, the you can't outgrabble yeah. them. You outgrabble yeah. them. You go to jail forever. You just have to be a part <laughs> of the grabble. Uh, that that chick that you were talking about that just recently got into. Um, Convicted of fraud. Yeah, she grabbled the grabbers. Yeah. yeah. 
She she made them okay. look, look dumb. Okay. Basically. This is making sense. Yeah. Also, she wasn't related to you know Diane Feinstein. <laughs> that would have helped I mean, in the long run. <laughs> Bob, who would who in the right mind would be against solar energy grants? Those are saving the planet. Are you, do you hate the planet? Yeah. I do. What I'm hearing is that <laughs> corrupt big oil suppressed competition and this poor startup, this poor startup of modest means was forced out of business nearly immediately. I mean, <sighs> that kind of behavior. <laughs> I can't keep you. hitting the button. <laughs> Thank you. <Aaron. laughs> I, uh, Every time <laughs> it hurts my soul. Honestly, that behavior though, of like just finding that, that like we're all the people are so fed up with the scam. Like that's why it became like, this is where I, I, it's so funny because their defense is like, everybody that doesn't like what we're doing is racist and misogynistic and probably hates gay people. And that's where, like, the meme of just the guy being like, yes, like, comes from. Because <laughs> after a while, you can't listen to their bullshit anymore. It's just like, you're anti-Semitic. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, sure. If anti-Semitic means... I don't like when you steal $700 million of taxpayer money for a fake solar panel company, then yes, I'm that. I'm whatever the label that. you say is, I am that whatever, I'm that thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking dumb. It's infuriating to like live in this fucking clown world. <sighs> but we will get our insect protein. I guarantee it. It's coming for you. The, the insect burger is coming for you not coming for me uh it's not coming for me either a because i hunt elk but also because uh i think i've convinced uh everyone in my family to buy a cow and to divvy it up between everyone so we're gonna Based buy it yeah we're just gonna buy a cow and send it to a local bird butcher and just keep yeah it just ourselves. get, get yeah. a beef cow from a local farmer yeah and get a um between the family try to get a um a dry age cooler Oh, just rock the hell out of that, dude. Oh, it's going to be, be great. That'd be sweet. Yeah. So, no bugs for that'd me. You, you guys should definitely uh, do the same eventually. That should be everyone's exit strategy in life is to grow your own vegetables and fruits and have a, you know, have a cow, a couple chickens, some pigs, get some land. I'll, I'll apply for a, a, a four foot by four foot garden permit here in town. Hopefully they'll prove it in the next six months and I can start growing some carrots. Everyone pray for Josh because he's uh, <clears throat> he's in the nuclear fallout zone of World War Three. <laughs> 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 he's uh, he's not going to make it if nukes start going. <laughs> yeah, once once Toronto lights up like a Christmas tree, I know to fucking head yeah. <laughs> head to the middle of the country. They're not going to hit <laughs> Buffalo, but I'll have ample warning when I watch fucking Toronto fucking mushroom up. <laughs> so thank god for curvature you can see over the lake that's how that works <laughs> thank god for refraction so all that nuclear light can get right to my eyeballs <laughs> <laughs> and sear them right out <laughs> it's gonna be great <sighs> i think that's it i think that's the oh, show wait, wait we have voicemails oh shit yeah we do we have, we have voicemails Yes, uh, we have another Bobby voicemail, actually. Yeah, we always do. We always have voicemails at the middle and end. <laughs> Dude, now that sounds like a joke. No, that's no. I think we did that the week before. Yeah. All right. Here's Bobby. Here's what makes me a rage. You talk about 9-11 to some fucking normie and they go, yeah, but remember like the feeling of unity then? It was like we were all one team. It's like, Did you just read that off of CNN or do you actually think that like how do people let that get lasered into their brain as soon as 9-11 happened I remember all the like the rush to be like oh Russia conspiracy videos uh, ignore it this is the narrative this is the narrative and all the news oh uh we found this passport on the ground um and every meanwhile everyone's like how the fuck did they let this happen don't they have radar I heard we were warned that was that's obviously controlled fucking demolition no 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 it was a time of unity and we're all on the same team america i don't know ozymandias did nothing wrong the 
I, I think, but that did happen though. It, it was such a, like a psyop on, cause every single person I knew growing up there, like our, my high school in particular had a lot of people that died in like the Iraq war, basically like a lot of my graduating class or not graduating class, but people I knew like people in my area, it's like everyone just enlisted. Wow. And I guarantee there's like politicians out there that are like, I saw 9-11 and I immediately enlisted into the military. It's the, it's the last time. It, it, right now, this is happening too, but before now, it was the last time that white, be- white people and black people started agreeing on stuff because they'd like, we'd together just be like eyeballing like Middle Easterners being like, this motherfucker over here, right? We, yeah, we both got our eye on him. Don't worry, bro. I got your back. <laughs> he pulls yeah. out a fucking box cutter. We're going to jump this piece of shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, there was racial unity between whites and blacks in the United States because there was a common <laughs> yeah. enemy of like Middle Eastern Middle people. <laughs> yeah. We're like, oh, thank God these black guys are here because then me and, him, me and them are going to fucking keep an eye on this guy with the turban over here. <laughs> <laughs> That's that was a very real thing, and it was yeah. great. <laughs> <laughs> it was great, <laughs> dude. That's happening again now, though. It's now, now it's like a bunch of whites and blacks that are like the fucking government, right? And like, yeah, like I'm like, sorry, we didn't believe you guys, bro. The CIA definitely sold crack in your communities. We're sorry. <laughs> we didn't know. We didn't know it wasn't happening to us. Yeah. I had no idea. We thought you were just like whining. Now, now the federal government's giving out those crack pipes for free. Don't worry. We didn't know. We just made assumptions, and we're really sorry about that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Honestly, you kind of sounded like just like you're making excuses for like, but we we apologize. (laughs) A formal apology from the whites. The CIA was definitely fucking with you on purpose to destroy your communities. We understand that now, and they blamed it on us. We didn't have shit to do with it. We just didn't believe you. We didn't hate you. Remember, we were buddies. We were eyeballing terrorists together. Come on. <laughs> you know me, man. I think we just came up with a solution to racial inequity in, in America. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's the formal apology I'm ex- I'll accept. Not some gay slavery apology. But I will apologize for not believing them when they said the CIA was selling crack in their streets. <laughs> All right. I should have then- believed you. And then we have Lumpy-Headed Sean. Hey, guys. Lumpy Sean here with a quick one. Uh, Just driving around, thinking about some nicknames for you guys. And here's what I came up with. Got Soundboard Bob, Aryan Aaron, and Metal Joints Josh. (laughs) 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 I love it. I love all three. What the fuck? I mean, not to brag or anything, but I got the coolest nickname. <laughs> Look, I got by Bill far the most Willie based one. It's been reborn as Aryan Aaron. <laughs> you got Hell the yeah. Mo- it doesn't roll off the tongue just like Soundboard Bob does. No, it doesn't, but it's still very based. <laughs> uh, way to round off the show, Sean. That, that was great. Well, Thank you so much. This is Metal Joints Josh wishing you a good night and thank you for listening to that OK Homo episode 86. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good night. Whatever. Fuck this shit. I have a PlayStation raincoat. Oh, no. I took a test and it said I had herpes. Also, I respect your opinion and whatever else you said about me. Hey, Cabbage, if you feel really ambitious, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to re-say the thing uh, now. <clears throat> Hello and good evening. My name is Josh. <laughs> Fuck you! Join us always by Aaron. <laughs> <laughs>